You and me, we are valuable people. We're not numbers. We're not ledger entries. We could never be replaced with AI technology or any other technology. We're too unique. Our consciousness could never be bought or sold. It's priceless. I see you. We see each other. We know what's going on. Who's anybody kidding? The purpose of this show is to give you some encouragement, some recognition, some daily inspiration to uplift you as you start your day or end your day and to help you get your best foot forward because your value is appreciated here. If you're a small business owner, a wage worker, or someone trying so hard to make it in these challenging circumstances, you're a hero. You're the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your political affiliations or your religious beliefs, your traditions or your tribes, you are the value in this economy and you are seen. In a world of destruction and degradation, the world should see you for the value that you create. If you are working a job and you're homeless or houseless and you have to live in a shelter or cars, this podcast is dedicated to you because your resilience is recognized and you're not alone, not here. Different people do different things when they wake up in the morning. Do you know what I do? I smell the inside of my nose. Then I hold on to the bed and make sure I'm really here because it's hard to believe. Then I exhale and I step outside and I make sure the stars are still where they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment every morning, I suppose. One might say I'm an empiricist. Things are just what they are. That's a pretty scary idea for a lot of people. Okay, thank you so much for tuning in here. You know, during that little break, if you go back and listen to my podcast on Monday from this week, that's why I say, like, during that introduction that I do every day, I say to uplift you as you start your day or end your day. I intended this thing to be a morning show, but it turns out I get, most days, I get more downloads in the evening than I do in the morning. So that means that people like it in the evening, so I'm kind of changing it up. Like it's, I'm changing the marketing up, and you'll notice that. You'll notice that over time. It's changing. I'm figuring out like a different way to do it, but I do... I do want it to be a contemplative show and I want it to help people to not get too worked up about the state of things. I want people to think and contemplate and try to think things through and to not be too panicky during a time when it just seems like panic is the thing. And we really can't afford to panic right now. We have to be thoughtful and we have to think things through and we have to really not be, you know, too freaked out. As hard as that is, I'm not trying to pretend it's easy. But I can tell you this other thing too. I need a new pop screen because I have to go through and edit all my little like sounds and sounds. And so I hate that stuff. I hate it. And if I have a good pop screen, I can get rid of that. But I got to get one. I just have to get one. So today's show is going to be about these notes I found 
in a boarding house uh, from a guy who said he was a time traveler. And I don't know, it's a weird story. I'm going to tell you about it. But if you'll give me a minute, please, I'm just going to do a 30 second like promo here. Okay, so just it's just 30 seconds. It won't take long. And it'll be at this mark right now. Evoking questions for your smart brain to ponder. 20, 30 minutes tops. Ease into your morning. Bedtime. Wake up. Sleepy time. Without any fear porn or panic media. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now. Thank you so much. This is Smell the Inside of Your Nose. Do it right now. And I'm Commercial Herschel, and I'm here to help. And when I'm done doing the main part of the thing, I will give you all the links that you need to find me all over the Internet, if you want. I hope you want to. But here, let me go to these notes. Let me go to this thing. So I stayed at this boarding house for weird, like, traveling artists like me. And I found some notes in the room where I stayed. And when I brought them to the lady who ran the place, she became a little bit irate. And she didn't want to hear about it. And she told me a wild story about the guy who left the notes in the room. I mean, apparently this guy has really been around. (laughs) But she said that, While he was staying in the house, there were like four other people. Like it was a total of four people, her and then three boarders. And he kept telling everybody he was a time traveler. And everybody just said he was crazy. And when they would say, you know, if you were a time traveler, you wouldn't tell us. Like, why would you tell us? And he said, because you won't believe me anyway. But before I leave, I'm going to prove it. Like, when I'm going to prove it when I leave, he said. Something like that. And so she was telling me all about it and all the stuff he said and all these things. And he, and she said it was, he did win a couple of bets while he was here. And he was like waving his money around. He goes, I won, you know, because I'm a time traveler. And nobody believed him. You know, they just like thought he was being a jerk, you know, having a prank, you know, because a lot of artists are like that. They like to have fun and they live in their own world and he likes to have fun. So it was that kind of a place where kind of eccentric people went. What he did was when he left, she said, he had her take a picture of him and he gave her the picture to keep. And then before he left, he wrote a note to her telling her to go down to the local library and look up an article from 1948 about a man who won a horse race bet like he betted on a horse race and won a lot of money and there's a picture of him in the paper with the jockey and the horse and a couple of pretty girls and he won all his money and so she did it just to get it out of her system like just she said it was stupid and i'm i just went down there to just get this stupid thing out of my system and she took the picture the picture was in her phone like she had a picture of him in her phone and he was, he did wear like clothes that could be dated, like that could either be trendy, like arty clothes, you know, or potentially just dated clothes, like from a long time ago. And so she goes down and the library that she went to didn't have everything scanned into digital. So she had to go through the microfiche system and look up this article and she found it. 
And she, when she saw the picture, it was this guy and he was wearing the same clothing that he was wearing in the picture she took of him. Like it was the same checkered shirt and black like pants that were like cinched up at the waist. You know how they used to wear those pants? He was wearing those kind of pants. It was the same, she said. And she it was just enough. And then she just got irate with me. Like you could tell it was making her weird and freaked out. And she just like threw her arms up. And she just, don't talk about me again. I don't care what you do with those notes, she said. And it was just really weird. And I was like kind of freaked out. And I was like, didn't he tell you any bets to make or help you make any money or anything? And she was like, no. I was like, gosh, what a jerk. Like the least you could do is tell somebody a couple of, who won the World Series or something? Like, come on. Like, what a jerk. Like, that's the least you could do. Like, honest to God. Like, I mean, come on. Like, why not? But here's a note that he left. I want to read this note. It's so fascinating. It says exponential circuits above it. And I'm going to read this. And it's kind of weird. It's kind of intense. I need my cough button. I need my cough button. Hold on a second. Probably should have drank some water before I started. Okay. So here's what it says. It says exponential circuits. We understand the way that our thoughts affect reality because they are material. Thoughts are material. Thoughts are things. They are material things. That is why consciousness is the volitional and unifying force in the universe. Consciousness adheres all things. Understanding this, I am making a determination to change the power I give my material thoughts. Because we can affect the power that we give thoughts. Because thoughts are material. And we affect our field of vision with our material thoughts. I find this to be the most amusing and delightful circuit that I have ever come across. I am using my material thoughts to affect the power of my material thoughts. It's an exponential circuit. Indeed. An upward, ever-expanding cyclone of pure volition. Can you believe that? Like, this guy, what's up with this clown? Like, since it is known in atomic physics that a material particle can be in several places at once, the matter of each thought can play several roles at once. I have made the determination that with the material of my thoughts, that the power I give one healthy, positive thought is infinitely more powerful than an infinite number of unhealthy, negative thoughts that have been directed toward me. And simultaneously, every Healthy, positive thought is also a seed planted in my mind that will germinate 
to dominate and choke out the influence of the weak and increasingly powerless, unhealthy material of negative thoughts. Someone wise once said, As we sow, so shall we reap. My thoughts are affecting reality. I affect material reality with my material thoughts. What I am doing in my mind is going to become manifest in my surroundings. This is the case because a brain does not know the difference between thoughts and external reality. My brain is affecting those energies regardless. And then there's a break and there's a thing that says daily manifestation. So this must be something that he says like every day or that he reads every day or something or just a thought experiment or something. I don't know. But these are the daily manifestations and they're in, they're weird. What is, is the reality I affect with my thoughts? What is is what is is the reality i affect with my thoughts and i must be honest in accounting for my reality i am emanating and simultaneously receiving the wealth of all my creative endeavors financial wealth emotional wealth and social standing I am accustomed to it, and I handle it very well. This is a confident guy. This guy has like a lot of um, assertiveness. He's very um, on purpose about things. I am invigorating not only my own personal economy, but also the economy in general with my understanding and my system of propagating understanding and the advancement of new understanding in all my endeavors. He's an ego guy. He's an ego guy. I have determined that every single healthy and positive material thought that I have is infinitely more powerful than an infinite number of unhealthy negative thoughts that I have or that others have toward me. Simultaneously, each of those positive, healthy thoughts is a seed that germinates to dominate my consciousness and choke out the weak, negative, unhealthy material of my negative thoughts. I already own every goal for satisfaction that I set. Only I can execute the physical movements that lead me to my future. As I travel ahead into my future, I leave a trail to assure my present self that I am on the path to that future. That's a crazy one. As I travel ahead into my future, I leave a trail to assure my present self that I am on the path to that future. I don't know. Sounds like something a time traveler would say, I think. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. This is weird. Okay, so this one, 
it says in front of it three times. So he must read this three times. I'm going to read it three times. I rewire my mind, which is comprised of material mental activity that affects my environment to associate power and confidence with every memory that would have otherwise caused pain. So he said, he read it three times. I rewire my mind, which is comprised of material mental activity that affects my environment to associate power and confidence with every memory that would have otherwise caused pain. So this is the third time. I rewire my mind, which is comprised of material mental activity that affects my environment to associate power and confidence with every memory that would have otherwise caused pain. So here's the next one after the three times one. I accept all energy and attention as positive. Abusers and detractors are propelling me toward my goal because as they act against me, I am grateful for the energy they provide to my propulsion away from them and their negative material thoughts. I accept all energy and energy is positive. Abusers and detractors are propelling me toward my goals because as they act against me, I'm grateful for the energy they provide to my propulsion away from them and their negative thoughts. That's very interesting. That's a very interesting way to think about that. Okay. My efforts add value to the civilization of the universe and I am able to recognize the value that others provide Together, we are building the rich understanding of tomorrow. I am because I am. I have spoken and my will is done. Wow, this guy. And he signs his name. His name was Robert Run. That was this guy's name. Robert Run. That was his name. So this is pretty weird. And I'm looking all through these notes. And there's a bunch of notes here. So a lot of scribbles. A couple of weird like sketches. He wasn't a really good sketch artist. And then there's like math problems that I cannot even think about. Like I don't even know what. I'm not even sure. Like I don't know you know, advanced math. So these might be, this might be English or some language that earthlings understand, but I don't know what it is. It's like all these symbols and lines and it looks like math problems he was doing. It's pretty crazy. That would not, that is not in my wheelhouse. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. I'm looking all through these notes and I don't see anything here about any games or horse races or anything to bet on. I got nothing like I'm like this guy, like the least dude, the least you could do if you're going to freak everybody out is like tell them who won the, you know, the Super Bowl, you know, like, come on. 
So there you go. There's that story. And uh, what's, what's going to happen now is we're just going to take another really quick little break. I want to come back and I want to give you my little plug about the, where to find me on the Internet. Then I'll ask you my question and then we'll close on the send off, which is the same every day, only different. OK, at this mark. Hi, I'm Liam Martin of the Exile Minds podcast. You're listening to the Troubled Minds Radio Network, KUAP, Digital Broadcasting, the place where we dive into the depths of the unknown. From the Troubled Minds Radio Network, you can join us and embark on a thrilling journey through worlds of science, the paranormal, and the enigmas that defy explanation. Tune in, share, let everybody know that you're listening to Troubled Minds, the place that captivates and takes you to the uncharted territories of knowledge. All right. Thank you so much. I'm Commercial Herschel, and I'm here to help. Subscribe to my Substack, or you can buy me a coffee to comment. You can watch the video versions at BitChute, HowToBin, Rumble. Some people think BitChute is is spelled like S-H-O-O-T, but it's not. It's spelled Bit and then Shoot like a coal shoot, like Bit Shoot, like C-H-U-T-E. So if you want to go to buy me a coffee, it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash smellcast. And that's where you could buy yourself a comment that I can read on the show. And then there's BitChute. When you go to that one, you just look up Commercial Herschel. When you go to HowTube, you just look up Commercial Herschel. And when you go to Rumble, you just look up Rumble Early Risers. Smell the inside of your nose. I transcend all podcasting realms. I am omnipresent in the realms of podcasting. Lightning users, people who like those new Bitcoin Web3 services, I've got a Stacker account. I've also got a Noster account, but I haven't totally figured out how to use it yet. But I'm going to, I'll get to that. But I've got a Stacker account and it's stacker.news forward slash Herschel. Herschel is spelled H-E-R-S-H-E-L. And then I've got a Publish Zero X account too. And that's also Commercial Herschel. It's a cool couple of things. Publish OX is kind of old school HTML, but I like it. I get I get downloads from there, so that's okay with me. I'm not a social media guy. It's all panic and, and fear and like everybody being all over the top and, and crazy and like not happy and stuff. And so I stay away from that. And I also stay away from blue it too, because they are anti United States constitution. And I live in the United States and I think freedom of speech and expression is important. So I just don't want to do business with people like that. I hope you can understand that. I'm really glad. And I am really glad for the people who are staying in there and fighting against that. But since I'm new to the media space, I've decided to just not even get involved with it. But I'm not against the people who are staying in there and fighting it. Okay? So there's the plugs on all the stuff. And so let's talk about a question. What kind of a question could we ask about this guy? And it's practical that we can use in our daily life. What is it? What could we possibly do about this time traveler guy and these notes about exponential circuits and, you know, an uh, upwardly cyclone of pure will? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what, are we, what can we say about this? <sighs> okay, so here's the question of the, for this, okay? If you could travel... 
through time and go to any place in the past and up to the point where you, you know, you started from and backwards. What would you do to help people without meddling in their affairs? Like what kinds of things could you do to help people without using your power of time travel to like change their situation? What kinds of things could you do? What would you do? What would you do? That's the question. So now what happens is the send off and it's the same every day, only different. And it goes like this. This place where we live is not a joke. When I gaze at the stars at night, when I look out over the hills during the day, I'm consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space, wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock. We are on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seem immovable. That's incredible. We are a moment, an instant in the infinite universe. We are an infinite in an instant universe. And every event that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously In the snap of a finger, the instances of existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular, a material event. It's essentially over already. It's hard to believe we're even experiencing it. I hope that we can be here tomorrow. There are people who would say that all of that makes us insignificant. I very strongly disagree with them. The fact that we are so improbable is the very thing that makes us momentous. We are conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are each a refraction of light from a single source. You are the individual and the whole simultaneously. You are a masterful, mysterious, distinctive, and anomalous paradox. And I would say that is rather significant. Because in the context of the time that our galaxy is here, and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context, the reality of your consciousness and your power to observe and manipulate matter, to use space and the essence of your energy and your planning and time usage in this three-dimensional plane, the influence of your refraction is immeasurably exponential in the cosmic expanse because it expands as far as you are able to observe in to the infinite universe because your observation affects it. That's superposition. You are rare. You're not only a body, you have radiance. You radiate. Your eyes 
can't see the frequency, but there's light. You're a luminescent jewel. You are a jewel that can shine on yourself from within yourself. You are significant beyond the perception of anyone else. You shine on yourself while you shine on others. And what an honor that you shine on me now. Smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now.